0: Hello. Welcome to the Dear Writer Podcast. I'm Sarah.
1: And I'm Ashley. We're two aspiring collaborative authors sharing our writing journey with you. The ups, the downs, and everything in between.
0: Whether you're just starting out or a more experienced writer, we hope that you'll find this podcast inspiring and thought-provoking. And here's the show.
1: Hey everyone, welcome back to Dear Writer. This is episode 37 and today we are going to be talking about collaboration and how it is a way to help foster creativity. Like all of these episodes, we are going to jump straight in just so that we can talk about it as much as we can before we run out of time. Yes. Yes. So I think the best place to start is probably thinking about how writers aren't always necessarily collaborative people. Writings a fairly solitary. i mean, with profession. That's what I'm going to use today. It's fairly solitary profession. So I thought we could have a discussion about whether we think writers are really creative people. I'm not creative, collaborative people. <laughs> we are creative. I had a long weekend, so very tired today. So I apologize. And what we think some of the barriers to being collaborative are from a writing perspective, I think we'll keep it focused to that. Otherwise, we'll go off on tangents as usual.
0: Probably so. Well, No promises. <laughs> what do you reckon, Sarah? So well, I don't think collaboration comes naturally to most writers, although it is obviously very dependent on each individual. And though it's a stereotype, I think it's true that a lot of writers, not all, but a lot, are fairly introverted with very busy minds needing an outlet. But because of this, introverted sort of side of us I think that it can mean that we're not always the best communicators as you said and that can throw up some barriers in terms of collaboration. I've thought of several one I think is a fear of what someone else might think of your work. It can be hard to share work when it's in the initial phases of being created and I've heard that a lot of writers Maybe don't even let anyone see until at least the first draft is completely done. Sometimes even later, sometimes writers won't let anyone see until, you know, it's been through several rounds of edits even. I totally get that. (laughs) Yeah, it can be quite nerve wracking to be like, hey, I'm going to share this with you right off the bat, right?
1: For sure. Well, even after we'd written when the rain falls I was still really at the start really terrified to give it to anyone else to read even James I was you know every time he'd be like I want to read it and I'll be like you can read it but keep these like 10 points in mind just in case you (laughs) hate it I'm like it's only this draft like blah 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 it is teen fiction and you're you know a 30 year old man it might not be for you
0: (laughs) all this stuff
1: so I totally I totally understand the you know, having a little bit of fear and having other people read your work.
0: Yeah. And I think it's important to note that we are very lucky in the, in the way that we know each other very well and we grew up together. So for us, it hasn't been as scary for someone who's new to collaborating. It might be a little bit more scary to to take that step and say, hey, yes, I want to collaborate with you and sort of show your work, you know, and, you know, have them show their work as well. It can be quite terrifying. So I'm going to say another thing. I'm just sure
1: (laughs) my mind is things keep popping into my mind today. I was going to say also, it's probably sometimes even more daunting giving it to another writer as well, because you know that they're rather than a reader, right? Because they're more in tune. With, uh, you know, like writing nuances and story structure and everything, so you could be like, oh, like you know, what if I'm doing it wrong? What if it's really different? What if they don't like my style? What if, you know, I've got the wrong perception of some story element or something, and you know they're going to pick up on it. So I can see
0: it being a lot more scary giving it to another writer as well. Um, And carrying on from that, I think is a fear of not having control over the direction of the book or the project. And this can be one that's really hard to get used to, especially if you've been writing on your own for a while, you might find it quite challenging. But, you know, it is the same as any other relationship in that you have to learn how to negotiate and work together as a team. I remember on our very first podcast where it was more of like an interview style with us where we talked about how when you write collaboratively there is a joint vision of the book and if one person doesn't like an idea then it's probably not right for the project and that sort of both or however many people you're collaborating with have to be on board to get the most out of your work so I think that's a hard one to wrap your head around is that it's not your project it's
1: Mm -hmm.
0: a combined effort and yeah so as such you can't just kind of Swagger on in and be like, hey, no, we're doing it my way. I'm sorry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I think also it's good to keep in mind that if other people, you know, quite strongly maybe disagree with the view that you're bringing in, maybe that's a sign about that event and how it fits in the book. And it's good to be able to have those discussions, you know, because maybe it either doesn't quite work with what everyone else is thinking and maybe having that kind of discussion will either change your mind about your idea or maybe change their minds about the idea does that make any sense yeah
0: yeah because you know like people aren't set like it's it's not like sometimes we don't come up with ideas where one of us is like really keen on it another one of us is like mm, i don't know this happens quite a bit with me and <laughs> ashley <laughs> And then we'll be like, oh, but if you did this idea, then you could link it into this and this and this. And, you know, you, you have to kind of sell your cause yeah. a bit. And then the other person starts to see it a bit more. So, yeah. you know, if someone says no, unless they're like, absolutely, which you shouldn't really be in a collaboration. You shouldn't be that closed, I feel, anyways. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not often a hard no. <laughs>
1: Yeah. And sometimes it just needs to be modified a bit as well. Yes, like sometimes yeah. the idea, like in it's original form, you're like, oh, I don't know if that's quite going to work, but if we did change it like just a little bit this way, then maybe like, you know, then it could work better and actually we'll add something to the book. I think that happens a lot. We've we'll got like, this yeah. idea. And then you're like, oh, actually, if we did
0: just tweak it a little bit, it will work better. Or, you know, or, or if we did it with a different character, whatever it is. And I'm just going to say one last thing. I'm not sure how deep to go into this one. (laughs) But I think other reasons why collaborating, like another barrier, might be that the process itself can be challenging and a little bit daunting to people who aren't prepared for it.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I know what you mean now about... There's a lot there. (laughs)
0: There There's a lot there. You could unfold a lot from this. But I'm I'm just going to say that, you know, like... You do have to have a process of types. And if you kind of go into it without having an idea of how it's going to work, it probably will sort of, two things will happen. Either either it will completely fall apart on you and you'll hate it and it won't work at all. Or, which, you know, a barrier, as we were saying, or you'll kind of naturally find a, a path, but it yeah. might not be as smooth as if you had thought about it right from the beginning right
1: yes so think for our current work in progress we did have a discussion at the start about how we were going to divide chapters what we were going to write even though we've been writing together for a while it was important to you know set out you know Sarah you're writing this character Ashley you're writing this character and with this character we're splitting the chapters or whatever
0: the plan ends up being so it's important to work that out Definitely. But yeah, so that's kind of what I see as some of the barriers. I'm sure there's a lot more that people could say about why they don't like collaborative writing, (laughs) why they like to do it by themselves. Do you have anything to add to that, Ashley? I
1: think you covered the barriers quite well. So I won't have anything to add about that, but I will just comment that I think that often... Writers are obviously effective communicators through their writing, uh, the written word, and sometimes aren't exactly the best when it comes to doing things in person. And I think that because of that, sometimes collaboration might not feel like a natural fit for a lot of people, but it can be done. (laughs) And I also think it doesn't necessarily have to be co-writing either think there's a lot of valuable information and like feedback you can get from other writers just by sharing work together rather than you know creating a story or writing a novel together so I think that also has a lot of benefits as well yeah so yeah I guess because this is a episode all about collaboration and Sarah and I are collaborative authors the obvious place to start is probably how um, our co-writing helps us be more creative and even though we're we are co-writers. I think a lot of the stuff that we are about to cover will be applicable to anyone, even if you're not a co-writer, because a lot of the stuff can apply to just getting feedback or whatever, whatever else it is. So hopefully you guys will all be able to get something from this next section where we're going to talk about the benefits of co-writing and how it can help us be more creative. Do you want to start, Sarah? Sure.
0: Sure. I think the constant feedback that you get is invaluable. So I can't remember who came up with this originally, but well, I mean, it's kind of derived from a general idea as you'll see soon. Um, It's something I heard from a podcast, but I remember sort of the idea being mentioned that the shorter you can make a feedback loop, the quicker your learning becomes. So for example, in music, if you have a good ear, you know, when you hit a wrong note, which allows you to try again to perfect the song that you're playing, right? And that's a very short feedback loop. So you can quite quickly become good at a song if you practice it enough and you you know, apply yourself to learning the song. Whereas with writing, it can be quite a long feedback loop where you can write an entire book before receiving any feedback and put in hours upon hours of work you know, and then get to the end and finally receive feedback for this book through your beta readers and, you know, discover that maybe your plot needs to change a lot or you need to do some major sort of reworking of the book, you know, so you're only maybe outputting like, I don't know if you're like me and Ashley, but we certainly (laughs) don't output many books per year. But, you know, like say you output like two or three books per year, like you're learning on that is going to be fairly slow if you're only getting the feedback when you're at the end of like each draft mm-hmm. whereas we're lucky in the way that because we do it chapter by chapter we get, we've basically shortened our feedback loop and it helps us improve a lot faster and i so i think that's a huge benefit of co-writing or just sharing your work through writing groups and those types of mm-hmm. things and receiving that critique um, even yeah. when it's in the early stages.
1: How did you find the comparison between us co-writing one and then writing one on your own? Because I guess you didn't get feedback till you had somewhat
0: me, I guess, be to read <laughs> your t- uh, YA thriller. I think I did a fairly good job of it but then you, you know I also read over it at the end and was like oh I can already see some of my own plot holes. So this is the thing as well like if you like because I was stepping out of the writer's role and stepping into the editor's role whereas if I'd had you sort of more in the editor's role from the start I might have seen those potholes earlier so yeah. me going back and having to change the, the genders <laughs> yeah, okay, that's right and then um, oh I'm trying to remember Oh, there was, you know, like, there's just, like, a couple of things. Like, there was a few gaps in between where I was, like, oh, I need to kind of expand this part a bit, um, which wasn't a big deal because I just had to insert a couple of chapters. But at the same time, like, had I known that earlier, it would have been, like, a lot easier.
1: <laughs> Whereas <laughs> yeah. I
0: had to go through, like, the entire document, especially with the gender change, was, like, change everything, so, like, from he to she, to she to she to he because I did, like, two <laughs> and then like you know and then you realize that there's all these nuances that as much as it's kind of weird like you know you you don't want to assign any particular trait to like female or male but it just it wasn't sitting right with the character anymore so then I had to change it all (laughs) so that was that was challenging that was the most challenging thing I think oh my gosh (laughs) yeah and you could have probably told me like the balance is a bit off of the characters. or I don't know. Yeah. Like you might've noted it before I did. I don't know.
1: Yeah. No, just curious how you found it.
0: <laughs> Sorry. I just totally took us off track, but that's okay. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. The other thing that I was just going to say on terms of benefits is motivation driven by accountability to each other, but then also by quality, because if your collaborator submits a great piece of writing, you want to try harder to match that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. And it sounds competitive, but it's really just sort of the will to improve and to keep at the same level because you, you yeah. want it to, well, everyone wants to be as good as their writing mm-hmm. partner, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of competitive, but I think it helps the quality of your writing this way and challenges you to always be thinking about how to write better. So I think that's yeah. a benefit. I totally agree with that one. How about you, Ashley? What would you say, on the benefits?
1: Well, I might just, since we're on the uh, accountability and motivation and will to, you know, improve, I think the accountability side of that is quite a big factor because when you know the other person is on a roll writing, it kind of, you it makes you find more time to try and you know, keep up. It sounds bad, but I know that if I was doing some of it myself, you're like, ah, oh, I cannot write for a week or two weeks or three weeks. It won't matter. But when you have that other person who's also working on the project, it does keep you more focused and kind of makes you want to, you know, keep up. And I think it helps us write our books, even though this one is taking a bit, a long time. It does help us, I think, write faster than... It would if I was writing
0: by myself at least. I think it helps you push through writer's block for sure because I feel like before writing with Ashley, if I had, like started books by myself, I never really finished them. But because Ashley's there, I'm like, well, I have to do this chapter. Like it doesn't matter if I, you know, even if it takes me like a month to complete yeah. the chapter or like even longer, I still have to complete it. She's waiting on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm more likely to actually get to the end of the book (laughs) definitely definitely and I think also
1: uh, on the topic of pushing through writer's block often like when you I find when I have writer's block or I'm struggling to write obviously the work that comes out isn't that great but I think having the other person there helps you just kind of put that to the side a little bit as well and you're like I just want to finish it so Sarah can write her chapter yeah (laughs) because she's been waiting on me for like two weeks (laughs) Just try and get it done, which is good. And with the sort of on a similar vein to when we were talking about, you know, having to improve your quality when your writing partner's quality also improves, and how that I think that provides really great uh, opportunities for learning. Because often when one of us puts like, you know, submits a chapter that's really amazing or whatever it is, it's, I think what I find is usually because we have quite different skills when it comes to writing. Mm -hmm. Um, We have different strengths in writing chapters or whatever it is we're up to. And I think that really helps push the other person to improve in that area as well, which then elevates, you know, both of our writing
0: quite considerably, I think. I definitely feel like I've been putting more effort into descriptive elements of the writing recently (laughs) because (laughs) I've noticed that Ashley's has stepped off a notch and I'm like, okay, I need to...
1: although that happened because i thought that your description had stepped up so then i had to like (laughs) get
0: better that's funny (laughs) that's really funny well
1: because i started making
0: more of a conscious effort i don't even know when it started me too well because i feel like you your description though started getting better like during the teen series and then I kind of noticed that and I've been like slowly trying <laughs> to work more in. I'm like, oh, I've got to do a better job of this because I just jump from like event to event. <laughs> so yeah, it definitely helps you improve.
1: It does. I, it does. I think another one that going back a bit was dialogue at one point as well. I think we both like noticed, well, I noticed that your dialogue was getting better. And then I was like, no, my dialogue needs to get better. I need to have less exposition, more dialogue because it's better. So then I kind of started, you know, focusing on that a bit more. So I think it's improved. Most of my chapters are dialogue now. A lot of dialogue.
0: I I don't feel like I've ever made a conscious effort with, I feel like for me, dialogue does come quite naturally. But I, uh... (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I've tried reaching deeper into the character's feelings, however. So I might that not makes- have, like, necessarily made a conscious effort to improve the dialogue, but it might have improved by trying to channel the character's feelings more. Yeah. and That makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. It's quite interesting how you kind of bounce off each other. Yeah. That's so funny about the description. That is hilarious. I never <laughs> knew that. <laughs> i trying to reach this unattainable description height. <laughs> that we're going to keep trying, keep trying.
1: Yeah, because now I'm always like, oh, the description's not on point. (laughs) Getting back to what we were talking about, I think another benefit uh, is having two minds thinking about the same project, because I think it helps generate so many more ideas, because you can bounce them off each other, which enables you to get more well-developed ideas and also more original ideas because often the person will be like mm, no too cliche mm, no too cliche yeah and then you end up getting to hopefully more interesting and less predictable plot events hopefully yeah at least i like to think that
0: i would agree so i guess we could move on
1: yeah some well i thought we could maybe talk about some of the drawbacks as well from co-writing because it's not always yes a super smooth road, I guess. and I feel like it would be misrepresenting the benefits if we didn't mention some of the things that occasionally. I don't think they go it goes wrong or they're really severe drawbacks, but I think they are things to be aware of, I
0: guess, right? Yeah. And for the drawbacks that I kind of thought of, they're very similar to what I perceive the barriers to be. So I'm not going to go like super deep into them, but I feel like if you're a type A personality giving up the control again, can be hard it's rare that we have disagreements about the direction of the novel but we occasionally have had times where we haven't connected with a piece of work that the other person has done yeah and have asked for that piece to be reworked we both take on board the suggestions and try to explain why it's not working for us but it can result in multiple revisions being done which can be frustrating for both parties if we haven't explained clearly, or they don't understand what is wrong with writing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I find often when
1: it's those instances, it's a mix of the person who's written it. Obviously it hasn't, what they've tried to do hasn't come across correctly. Yeah, Combined with the person reading it has taken a different meaning from what they had intended to write. <laughs> Does that make any sense? Yeah. Which ends up becoming like, it's just confusing. And then you're like, but I thought I did that, but obviously something's gone wrong and how it's come across. And then the other person has like got an entirely different idea of what you were supposed to get from the chapter. So well, that's what I find usually it is some sort
0: of combination of that. But yeah, I can, We. <laughs> I'm just very like tentatively saying this because we haven't really discussed it, but I feel like yeah, there are a couple of instances where I've been like especially with the first draft of that of the like the first paragraph of when rain falls when I was like no no (laughs) no and I felt like I was just like the most horrible person for being like no it's not good enough no it's not good enough and then I could feel like Ashley like the the tension building up like what is good enough (laughs) like she didn't say that obviously (laughs) but Yeah, it's hard sometimes, especially if you can't even explain what's like quite (laughs) wrong. And then the other person is like, they kind of know it's not 100% either, but then it's like you're stuck in this loop of trying to find the right way. I think with
1: that example, (laughs) another issue was that it wasn't like the other ones were bad. It was like rewriting the same, like if we were aiming for like an A+. it was, like, the same, like, B plus to A minus thing, yes. in, like, different words. And so it wasn't that it was terrible. It was just we had it couldn't – we just didn't quite hit some mark that we were aiming for, but we're mm-hmm. unsure at that point what exactly the
0: mark was. Also, it was, like, the trying to construe, as you were saying before, like, this misconception of what you were aiming for and, like, what was coming out because yeah. I was like, oh – this feels like the start of a zombie novel or something. (laughs) Was my comment at one point? And, you know, which is not really what we wanted to portray. But then, I mean, that was me also being quite fussy. (laughs) So it's fine when you're working to each other's strengths, but then you have to allow for each other's weaknesses too and give each other the opportunity to improve. Like you can't just immediately take a job away from the other person and be like, I can do it better. (laughs) Yes. Definitely. Um, so, but you know, like if you're again a really type A personality, that can be hard because you're like, maybe you're stuck in this situation where you're asking for it to be reworked. And then you feel like I felt quite guilty and I was like, let me help you. But then at the same time, I didn't want to like take it away from you. <laughs> so, it, finding a balance of, yeah, between that can be quite hard. Yeah. But- and then we both,
1: because I, I let you attempt to rewrite it a few times as well. But then, and you're
0: like, no. <laughs> But then we were having the same problem. I read over them recently. I was like, no. That was quite amusing. <laughs> yes. Um, oh, oh, wait. Sorry, <laughs> I meant to add to that. It's no, okay. The other thing I was going to say is that I think we generally get around that issue by giving each other the benefit of the doubt in the first draft. And then if it still needs work in the edits, then you kind of like can make the smaller changes that need to be done in the edits. And yeah. then the other person always has the opportunity to edit your edits. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Until a final product emerges that you're both happy with. So I think that's generally how we target that yeah, issue. I think so too. Yeah.
1: So I didn't have much to add about disagreements. I feel like we covered that quite thoroughly. <laughs> um just then. I think one other thing that I will mention is pressure, which is a good thing and a bad thing, I think, as well. So as much as it's good for accountability and making sure you're the books get written in a well, timely enough fashion I guess there is obviously like a downside to it as well where you feel you can sometimes feel you know a bit under the gun to get stuff done even though you're really busy um or whatnot so I think that's one drawback but we're fairly good at that now I think because we understand each other are busy and they have so many things going on um mm-hmm. that's even though you like sometimes, you know, feel a bit guilty about not getting writing down, I know Sarah understands um, yeah. and vice versa as well. So I guess it's also, you can get around it quite easily just by, you know, being open with whoever you're collaborating with and everyone understanding that everyone's lives are busy and things can crop up that, you know, you can't, that need to be attended to rather than writing. Yeah. Lots of different things take priority. So that's what I'd add to the drawbacks part as well. Mm-hmm. I think overall it's mostly, well, positive,
0: I think. I think that's been our experience. I do think you do need to kind of like match your productivity level maybe a little bit. Yeah. If you're going, if you're looking for a collaborative partner.
1: Mm -hmm. And also fun, we often go in waves. Like sometimes you'll be super productive and I'm like, oh, I can't do anything like these couple of weeks. I'm just so busy. And then it will like switch Where then I'll be really productive. And then you're like, oh no, I'm really busy, which is okay too. Yeah, because the same amount of work ends up getting done, anyways. Different timelines. And <laughs>
0: give Ashley like little chores to do in the in between time of like, shoot, I need more time on this. <laughs> How about you edit this part? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm like, gotta keep it busy. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'll be busy soon once the when the rain falls, edits come back. I think. Yeah, so that will be an interim project as well. Yes, Which I think will be good. So anyways, moving on from actually co-writing, I think there are a lot of other ways people can, authors can collaborate to help inspire creativity. I think the best way to think about this is that, you know, when you come up with new ideas for writing your book, it's usually because of people. So people are usually the inspiration behind ideas, people you've seen, people you've met, you know, an interesting interaction that you've observed or something, you know, someone has said has triggered some sort of idea in your mind so I thought we could have a little chat about how outside of co-writing um what other ways of collaboration there are
0: so I think you know people have unique ways of thinking and it's always surprising how you can get several very different viewpoints around a single topic and I remember when I was sort of in my teens early 20s I used to have this thing where someone would say something and my mind would immediately skip to like the wrong interpretation of what they were trying to say. And, you know, like I, I wouldn't like, I'd quite quickly afterwards realize, but I was kind of like, why does my mind always do that? You know, I guess I was still growing and learning as a person as well, because that doesn't seem to happen very much anymore, (laughs) but it does kind of, underline the point that i'm trying to make which is even the simplest things can be misconstrued or can be viewed differently but um yeah so because of this it means when you're collaborating you can come up with very original and insightful ideas as ashley was talking about earlier and as well as knowing each other extremely well i think ashley and i have also learned a lot about ourselves through the way we collaborate with each other as well um which is a benefit to writing and other things because understanding your own mind is crucial to be un- able to understand the sim- similarities and differences in your character's mind or other people around you and how they might react in any given situation and in observing other people and working with others um, you realize the paradox of human nature Every person's experience and the specificity of the way they act and react to situations is unique. But the basic truth behind those actions is usually fairly universal, which is a great way to build both an interesting character and relate it to your readers at the same time. So, like, you know, you might see, like, I don't know. Actually, I'm not going to give an example there. <laughs> <laughs> I like quit while well, I'm here today <laughs> how about you Ashley how do people inspire you
1: in a similar vein I think that understanding how other people view the world how other people provide advice how other people think what their insights are and how they act is incredibly important for writers so that one you can make really believable characters that's one thing that's quite important and the other one is generating ideas for novels as well so Mm -hmm. from that perspective I think even if you're not physically collaborating with that person interacting with other people since writing's often so solitary is important in that aspect I've had This happened to me a few times where I've met someone or I've heard someone, you know, just in conversation, they've told me about a person and I'm like, wow, that is so interesting. Imagine in the future, I could probably make a character, you know, inspired by this really interesting person or this really interesting action that I've heard them do or the story that I've been told. So that kind of discussion is also really helpful. I regularly discuss our plot problems with James, my husband, (laughs) which is It's also really, really helpful because sometimes even though Sarah and I are discussing um, issues or how to solve plot holes or whatever it is, we're both still very like in the book. So sometimes it's really good to have an external person who's not caught up in all of the plot and everything uh, put in their suggestions. And a couple of the things he suggested have been really helpful and we've taken on some form of that suggestion uh, to get around whatever problem we've been facing so I think that's really a really positive thing about well it is I think it's a form of collaboration discussing with other people who even aren't writers about whatever issue you're having in your book I thought again I'd mention writing groups because it is they are a really great way to have collaboration without obviously having to co-write with people because they're often well at least my group is a very safe space so you know they can give Good feedback on your writing but also you know they will give compliments as well so we often always try and pull out some pieces of people's writing that we think is really great offer some feedback and often a lot of plot issues from the you know from the criticism that they give you're like actually you know this was a problem because of whatever reason and then we've had a lot of good discussions about plot problems and also like issues with characters like how to convey certain character changes and things mm-hmm. like that. So you end up learning a lot from other people, which is very helpful, and especially other writers too, um, who are in similar position that you are. Yeah, so yeah, that's my thoughts on that. Um, I thought we could also maybe just at the end here have a quick chat about, I've called them collaboration tools, um, but ways that you can find people to collaborate with, I guess is probably the best way to describe this. I-
0: Interpreted it as collaboration tools, so I have a tool. Oh, perfect. (laughs) Things that help with collaboration, let's just say that. for sure. That works too. What was your collaboration tool, Sarah? So we haven't exactly used this, but I thought it would be interesting if we tried one day. Okay. I think there are plenty of frameworks about for team collaboration and for setting goals and things. Um, And I thought goal setting was important to mention as not only does it give you something to work towards, but it also ensures that team members are in clear agreement about where you're headed and gives you a basis for discussing how you might get there. One that came to mind when I was just looking over this episode outline was, which was partly because this is what I've been doing and trying to um, renew my registration for nursing, (laughs) (laughs) is around goal setting and it's frequently used in nursing but it's also used in other settings as well so you might have heard of it it's the smart goal setting (laughs) (laughs) it's career development with sarah yep so when you set a goal it should be number one specific so you know rather than having a really generalized goal of i'm going to be um I want to improve my nursing yeah a so, non-specific goal. yeah th- there's a non-specific goal so instead of saying that you know you say I'm going to improve my nursing by making sure that the patient is safe to walk before he goes from the bed to the operating room to- I don't know I'm just making shit sure. up, but <laughs> You know, like you have to give like a specific example of how you're going to make that improvement, um, and then like goals must be measurable. So, which if a goal is specific, it's easier to make it measurable because if you just have a really generalized goal, then it becomes a little bit more difficult to be like, well, oh, how am I going to measure whether I've done that because I haven't been specific enough to say whether i've done it or not right so i guess those two kind of come hand in hand but you know you want to think of how are you going to measure that goal as well and then the a is for achievable or attainable so is your goal actually doable um (laughs) in the first place is it realistic and R is for relevant. So is it relevant to what you're trying to achieve or are you just <laughs> making up a random goal for no reason whatsoever? And then T is for time bound. So to give yourself an actual time period to, to say, this is when I'm going to achieve this goal. And as, you know, as I said, they all kind of link together. So the achievability of it might be, is it achievable within the time frame as well? And you know, all of these things set you up. And so if we were doing it on a collaborative project, it would help in the way that, so if we have all these things laid out, then me and Ashley would both know, okay, so our goal is to do this and we're going to do it within this time period. We think it's, you know, doable for us. It might be a bit of a struggle, but I think we can manage it. And it's, you know, relevant to our writing it's a good goal for us to have at this point of like, it might be also in your development. Is it relevant? Like there's no point having a goal of selling like a million copies when we, well, that's not an achievable goal Haven't even published it yet. (laughs) You know, like I don't think that's relevant if you haven't written a book in the first place. Yeah. (laughs) Right. It's it's
1: definitely good to have the goals because you have something documented and something to work towards rather than aimlessly
0: yeah exactly
1: meandering through the writing like process gives you more concrete things to work towards which I also work a lot better when there's you know there's an actual goal inside
0: yeah and so that was my tool for collaborative writing (laughs) (laughs) No, I think it's definitely helpful yeah and how about you so I
1: came at it from a slightly different tech but it's okay. I was kind of thinking more along the lines of how what different ways writers would be able to collaborate more easily, um, whether it is co-writing or whether it is just finding people to bounce ideas off. Um, so I previously mentioned writing groups, which to be honest, I think are really helpful. So if you haven't looked into one, I, I would. It can be a little bit daunting at first, especially because writers are introverts and it can be a little bit scary rocking up to a writing group and not knowing anyone there. But from my experience, and Sarah's joined a writing group with, we've done one together as well. It can be a really helpful experience, uh, just having, you know, fresh eyes of other writers looking over your work and providing feedback and discussion. And there's also, I think, especially because of COVID, there's been a lot of online writing groups I've seen. So I've been to one online writing group meeting, which was over Zoom, and that was really helpful as well. It's slightly less intimidating i'll give it that i don't know something about not having to be face to face and having to like hand out copies of your work <laughs> <laughs> You can just like share your screen for like for them to read a paragraph or whatever and that's been good too also through that way we're able to send the documents over the chat so they can actually like type on your document or send them like the google drive link to your document and they can make changes and comments in it as well which is quite helpful I'd also suggest this might sound very basic, but chatting to your friends and colleagues about your writing is really, really helpful. I do this a lot at work because, you know, a lot of my colleagues know that I'm writing a book and I'm like, oh, how's your writing going? I'm like, actually, <laughs> I'm trying to write a blurb and I just can't get it to sound right. What do you think about this sentence or about this? And they'll be like, oh, it's too cheesy or oh, it's too dramatic or oh, actually, no, that one sounds all right now. <laughs> have so done that a few times uh, also trying to be like oh, I just can't figure out this one problem and sometimes they offer really good suggestions as well on how to fix something because well none of them write so a lot of their suggestions are quite practical which I find helpful yeah so those would be my two suggestions on ways tools loosely <laughs> to collaborate with yeah
0: I was just going to say, I think we are probably well out of time. (laughs) Yes, definitely. Unless you had anything more to add? I do not. (laughs) Probably ramble on forever though, but
1: I won't. We will stop it. (laughs) So um, there are still some spots left for our author spotlight section. So if you are interested in applying, you can check out our website, uh And if you hover your mouse over the podcast tab, you'll get a drop down menu and there's a link to apply down there.
0: Yeah. And next time on Dear Writer, it's our Author Spotlight interview series. Always love talking to other authors. Collaboration. <laughs> you exactly you get to
1: learn a lot. <laughs>
0: do I always find them very fun
1: me too I always pick up such interesting little tips and tricks that other people find helpful which is quite cool yeah so anyways if you'd like to know more about us and our writing projects you can visit us at the previously mentioned website Lindisoncreations.com. or you can contact us on facebook or instagram which is also under the handle Lindeson Creations. if you enjoy the show please write and review us on apple podcasts and subscribe on your podcatcher of choice and we'll be back next week happy writing everyone